up, everyone? Welcome to This Day in Philly Sports History for March 15th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Let's start today with our Philly Sports Women History Month spotlight. Today, we're going to spotlight Teresa Shank Grants. She grew up in Glen Olden, went to Cardinal O'Hara High School. She is a member of the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame, as well as the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame, the, the whole big shebang. She just got inducted into that last year. She played college ball at Immaculata, where she was a three-time All-American, and the team itself won three straight AIAW, which is the Association for Intercollegiate Athletics for Women, sort of the precursor to the NCAA. Uh, I will definitely look more and, and get the details on that, but I believe, because I don't want to give you the false information, but I believe it was due to lack of opportunities for women, which is why they had a whole separate conference. Um, but you also might remember the movie The Mighty Max from a few years ago. That was about this Immaculata team. After graduating, she went on to coach at St. Joe's, who was just getting their women's program up and running. From there, she went to Rutgers, where she coached them to the 1982 AIAW Championship. It was kind of the last year, I think, of that organization as everybody was transferring into the NCAA. Uh, from there, she went to Illinois, uh, was a fixture there for many, many years. She took some time off. Uh, came back, was an assistant, and then took over for a couple years as the head coach at Lafayette. Uh, she coached the United States team in various different tournaments and, and events, uh, including the 1992 bronze medal game. Uh, she has 681 wins as a college coach. She did win that championship in 82 for Atlantic 10 titles, one Big Ten regular season championship in 1982. She was the 87 Coach of the Year, four-time A-10 Coach of the Year, two-time Big Ten Coach of the Year. She's in the Chester County Hall of Fame. Just an all-around amazing, amazing woman as a player and a coach. Uh, so today we shout out Teresa shank Grants for everything she's done. She started a coaching clinic. Um, just all around just great. So she's definitely one of, the, one of the best to ever do it. So shout out to you. All right, quick couple quick Eagles updates. Boston Scott's coming back. They signed Rashad Penny, which basically means Miles Sanders is most likely not coming back, which I've never felt more indifferent about a player, uh, one way or the other. I know there's been players you hate, there's been players you love, and I think Miles Sanders is one of those guys that's like, eh. I mean, he was great last year, and I know it was a career year, but it's like, where was that the rest of your career? So um, thank you, Miles, but I don't know. What do you expect from a Penn State guy? Um, anyway, James Bradbury is coming back as well, which is huge. Um, I'm hoping now that that means C.J. Gardner-Johnson is coming back. And I could be misreading this, but I, I feel as though I'm not hearing any rumors of him talking to any teams. I I don't know what's going on, but I feel like the longer this goes and the longer it is before he signs with anybody else, I have a feeling he might be coming back, which if they bring him back, that's huge. I do like what uh, how he's kind of doing, and I know this might be over oversimplification, but I feel like he's betting on himself. Uh, he's got a hit in the draft. like he, he, And the most successful teams are the ones that are able to replenish through the draft and, and keep that those young guys coming in. And the fact that Kazir White left and um, TJ Edwards and these guys are leaving, 
I'm okay with it because he's trusting in his draft. So, like, N'Kobe Dean needs to step up this year. And I do think it's critical that they hit with that 10th pick this year. That's going to be the key to the entire free agency period. They need to hit with that pick. Like, they can't have, like, some of their typical draft busts, which we'll get into next month. But you, you have to hit with that. And I think that's going to be the key pin. And if he's able to keep hitting with that draft, I, I think he's setting himself up. And, I mean, and truthfully, if he doesn't hit with the draft, we're going to suck anyway, and he's going to be gone. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. But, listen, he's he's gotten us to two Super Bowls, winning one. So let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt and let Howie do some Howie things. Um Sixers are in action tonight against the Cavaliers in a big, big game. Uh, Flyers lost last night 5-3. to three. They have now managed to come into the bottom five in the standings, which is good. Uh, time's running out, but like I said, if we get it, just somehow drop into that top three and improve our odds, we're, we're taking it. But, I mean, they're a terrible team right now, so... Uh, Union, they won their, I guess, the home-and-home home in the CONCAF Champions Leagues. Uh, they won 4-0 yesterday against Alianza. I still can't say it. You couldn't say it in Mexico, can't say it in America. But I think it's Alianza, and it was the team from El Salvador. So they will be moving on in that. Um, I, I still have more to say about Temple and the whole... Aaron McKee situation. I just, I, I, I gotta, I don't want to speak it and, and not have facts, but I, I feel as though something is not, not right with that situation. And, and I don't know whether it was they were going to fire him and he decided to step down to maintain the relationship. Uh, there were, they're just in a bad spot. And I, I feel as though, I, to me, like I read a couple articles and I, I personally kind of feel like they messed up at the end of Cheney's tenure where I love the man. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, and I don't want to go on too much of a riff here, but I think what happened is they let him dictate too much at the end of his tenure. Um, I, I don't know if Fran Dunphy was the guy. I mean, yes, they were competitive. They were in the top 25 every now and then. They got to the tournament, but he never – made that next leap like I would have liked to have seen somebody young like a Shaka Smart kind of guy come in and do that and I think keeping letting John kind of dictate the way that played out I think hurt them you have the whole they went all in on football and basically sold everything for basically that one year 2015 when they were top 25 and that Notre Dame game it's like they sold out for that and and now we're still sort of reaping the reaping what we sowed back then and obviously i i know they i feel they kept on held on to dumpy way too long but enough about that i i think i might have a future episode of back to the future coming up about that because i have a lot to say and i i don't want to take up all the time here but sticking with college basketball we're going to go back to 2018 and on this day march 15 2018 the number two Villanova Wildcats, the number one seed in the East, 
opened up their tournament versus Radford, who had beaten Long Island in the first four, uh, and they were just no match for Nova. Nova beat them 87-61. Jalen Brunson hit six, had 16 points on 78% shooting, basically took the second half off. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo Vincenzo had eight assists off the bench. Uh, that Nova team would go on to beat Alabama, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Kansas and Michigan en route to their second national championship in three years. Bitter about that because we were, and when I was in school, Temple was always better than Villanova, and then they, the school let it all go to shit. But uh, Temple would go back, or Villanova would go back to the Final Four last year. Uh, they just lost their opening round NIT. So officially, there are no men's teams left playing college basketball in Philly. I mean, it's just, it's a disaster. Um, But don't want to take anything away from that 2018 Villanova team. They opened up their NCAA tournament championship run on this day back in 2018, defeating Radford. Um, Looking for big news now this, this rest of this week from Howie. Hopefully, like I said, they can get, somehow get C.J. Gardner-Johnson back. And if they can do that, I'm feeling good about the way the offseason's going, and it's going to be up to those young guys in the draft this year. Uh, Shout out to the Union for moving on in the CONCAF Champions Cup. Um, A big F you to Temple for screwing up the the basketball team, and I I think I'll get more into that later. Shout out to Teresa Shank-Grantz for Women's History Month for all that she's accomplished. She's just one of those just phenomenal people who was a phenomenal player an even better coach so shout out to you Ugh, didn't really want to end on the negative like that i just it's frustrates that whole temple situation frustrates me and i think we sold our souls for a football one good football season but more on that to come go have yourselves a wednesday and until next time i'll see you when i see you